Jean Dubre, everybody. That's good morning in Polish, which is the reason why this whole episode is going to be told today. I am going to talk about my five month trip to benchmark in Poland. Ah! <laughs> that that trip was honestly I can say could have been the highlight of my life, but I'm sure it can't be. I mean like it just can't be that. It was it was just five months. <clears throat> but it was a good five months with a lot of challenges to me mentally like it was it was great i did i had fun on the trip but in that five month period i was going through so much i passed through so much shit that when i got home i first regretted coming back but then later i was like fuck I'm actually okay with this because shit <laughs> maybe it wouldn't have been the best thing to stay as maybe you can you can be thinking oh that helped you sleep at night but no okay at first it was a problem like I, I was constantly regretting like for a very long time say two to three months and then I was suddenly okay with it and even better than okay i was like oh i probably wouldn't want that i don't want that anymore right now so i'm perfectly okay with not have been there and then sometimes you miss it again but like it doesn't mean like you're not all right anyway <clears throat> i mean oh i said good morning ha. i'm a little high but i decided <laughs> The thing is, I don't think I have ever wanted to put this information out there, like, I get high or like to, but like, fuck it. <laughs> like, this, this is the one place, and I don't think any of my family members listen to this shit. Huh? Maybe my big brother, but... Uh, that's still a big maybe <clears throat> so fuck it i am <sighs> which is great because it's actually I, I took a very very long break from it a very 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 long okay not that long seven one month but before that <clears throat> excuse me it's still early in the morning and uh, and i have scratchy throat right now let me pause i went for a sip of water because yeah that helps yeah i was saying i took a long break <clears throat> right before this i took a like a month or a bit of a month break to be honest it wasn't my will because i was trying to get to my plug but he never got anything but it never got back to me but before that i had taken like i can say even a three-month break 
like i've i've always been okay like that so i've never seen it as a problem for me i know several of my friends who are like fuck no and i stopped <laughs> but because it was like a bit of a problem for them but i feel like when i reach a point where i feel like okay then maybe i'm overdoing this i usually cut back and i've always been okay <clears throat> taking long breaks so i know that i'm fine i'm fine <laughs> anyway <clears throat> oh my god <clears throat> i hope this is not going to be a problem i hope i don't sound like <clears throat> like i have a base a little bit because that's how i feel i feel like i have a base hey let's jump right into my trip to poland so when i went to poland I, okay, let me start from how it came to be. In 2000, it was in, it was in 19, fuck. <laughs> it was 20, 2019, 2018. In 2018, like late 2018, our class rep, I was, I'm, in, I'm in KU, I'm still in KU, um, posted in the class group that there is, an exchange program to Poland and if anyone wanted to like be considered for it you can give your names and it was like anyone could but they wanted only two people one girl and one boy so I remember that day just I was just bored and I was like hmm, I've never really any ever applied to any of these things why not so I just sent my class rep my name, my email, and my, I don't know what else they were asking for, registration number, I think, probably, yeah, so I just sent them and forgot about it, like, completely forgot about it, so I just went about my life, am I going to talk about this thing for an hour, <laughs> like, I just went about my life, it was like, two months or a month later, I get a call. Now, this was in December. Um, it was like 21st or 20th December. Very, very late in December when we were just finishing on our exams before we go for Christmas break. And I got a call. I remember I had a cold. No, was it a cold? Yes, I had a cold. My nose, like, when it's starting, my nose was like dripping and my head, I had a bad had a cold and maybe i was rolling no i think i just had a terrible cold <laughs> because my nose was always running my head was in pain and i had had i had just had an early exam like at 8 a.m and it was exhausting and i had another exam the next day at 8 a.m which i was i woke up at five went to eight to do the exam by 10 i'm at home I'm supposed to take a power nap and wake up and start studying for the next exam, which is tomorrow morning at 8, which means I will sleep late and I will wake up very early. And I did the same thing yesterday, so I'm exhausted. And on top of it all, I have a cold. And it's at the very beginning process <clears throat> where it's exhausting. So I was like, mentally, I was at my lowest because... 
my my nose would just drip every time my nose was red from all the blowing because it wasn't heavy yet like ile, all the kupanguza panguza i know you know what i'm talking about it it's painful that i, don't, I think it's always extreme for me maybe some people may not find it this extreme but when i have a cold and it's just starting i have veered off um it's exhausting it takes all of my energy like i usually can't wait for the for the like for the th- for the thing that comes out of your mouth your nose mucus to be heavy because at least then it's not as exhausting because in the other case you just look down water is dripping off your nose so you have to keep panguzaing panguzaing every time and every time you keep touching your nose it gets sore so my nose gets red yeah the tip when the it's not as tippy <laughs> but at the tip my nose gets really really red you can even see it and a bit even like a wound starts from all the rubbing so it's I've had my worst and then I have a terrible headache because of it. And I'm, I was just sleeping tired and then I got a call and I'm like, <laughs> who is this? And then I took the call and then this person starts telling me, yeah, I'm from KU. I don't know what, what, what. Uh, you had applied for for this exchange program. And I was like, oh, oh. Oh yes, <laughs> like I had completely forgotten. Yes, I had applied. Like okay, then you have been selected, and I was like, okay, 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 okay. Thank you. <laughs> then I told my friends I was with my friends because we usually studied together when we're having exams. So, um, I lived with one of my friends, my best, my two best friends from KU. I lived, I lived with one of them, and then the other one would come, especially during exams. It was like tradition. That was one of the things I liked most about our friendship because exam time, we would study together, and it's, it's unspoken. They will come, and we will do it together. Even if kuna time everyone is reading on their own, but we are together, and that has always happened since we were in first year until fourth year. I loved that. I never mentioned it to them, but I loved that shit. I might honestly miss it. Yeah. So I told them, I was like, oh, by the way, you guys, when Ben posted about this trip, this, this in the knee exchange program, and they were like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I applied and I got it. And they were like, what? So you're going to fall? And I was like, okay, now they're talking to the family now talking to my parents but then when i just told my parents they were like oh wait what do you need thus they were like i have never seen them so supportive in my life they were like yeah go and have this experience and they did everything for me because yeah we were getting grants the grants were being given but they were only giving them to us after we get to poland because kenyans are thieves Kenyans are thieves, and it's, it's known. <laughs> I believe that was the reason. Like, because I remember hearing something in those lines that <clears throat> they might send the money to these people, and then these people don't come at all. So now you've sent the money, your grant, and it's gone for good because this person won't come. So you just give someone free money. 
So they used to make, they say now you have to get to the, to the country first on your own and then they will reimburse you and give you that grant because travel cost was apart from the grant was travel and and then the grant I think <clears throat> yeah it was just travel and grant and there were a lot of things I was supposed to get at that time I didn't have a passport so I had to go and get a passport I had to pay for the visa which was like I don't know eight or six thousand one of them passport is like 4550 which is almost 5000 so on your own you'd actually still spend a lot of money and on top of it you'll have to pay for the air ticket so like thank you thank you to my parents they actually went out of their way to make the trip happen for me <coughs> so uh, all these arrangements, I was supposed to be going at the beginning of February, but with all these arrangements, getting passport sex took me three weeks. Getting the visa, at least it was expedited because um, the school was talk was like coordinating with the Polish embassy in Kenya, so it was expedited. It usually takes two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks and you go the, you go on Thursdays, but for us it took just one week and we were given <clears throat> like on the day and you people usually don't go and take that in. You could go at any time, yeah, and you would not need to make an appointment. You just but we still made the appointments, but they chose us early. It was it was good that they did that. They did that. So I traveled a on. I think it was 26th February, 26th and 7th, because by the end of February, like <coughs> 2018, 20, this is 2019, 2019 was not a leap year. So, but like when February, like the next morning, first March, I woke up in Poland. So, and my trip took like about 24 hours, 18 hours, it was a long time. I took two planes, three, three planes, sorry. One from Nairobi to Doha, and then from Doha to Warsaw. And then from Warsaw, I took a plane to Poznan, which was where I was. <clears throat> like this was, I'm, I've always been used to leaving my family behind because I started boarding when I was in class seven, which when was I, I was like 13. Yeah, sorry, sip of water. But this was like leaving them to go to a different country. It was a big deal. We went to the airport with both of my parents, my aunt and their kid. My, none of my siblings could make it. <coughs> My other aunt took us. She was really nice. At least she let us. Like it was just, it was really exciting for me. But at the same time, it was a bit sad because you're not just there. You're quite far away. You you don't know this new environment. Environment. You don't know anyone there. You don't know how it will be. Like, wow. <laughs> I was very excited. 
sasa za baadaye dia but i was very very excited about it on that day you know like the people who are syndicating you are actually not allowed to get inside the airport so i, I was i had to be left 2 hours before so that i can go and check in by myself everything <coughs> but i'm since i'm used also to being far away like i know my way around finding my way around like you put me in a new place and i can easily just seem like i know where i'm going because i know how to find directions like go I'll, like i just know how to go about it like sitaka confused lost scared I just look like confident <clears throat> so i just went did everything for the first time and i did it right all of them mm. and then i went to wait now for my plane which was leaving at like for something i don't know for 20 for 30 ha right <laughs> but yes we just and then it came and it, all this time my parents made sure they were outside there until my plane was leaving just before it was leaving i called them and they were like okay so our basic bet they prayed i can't remember if they prayed for me i don't think so i think they prayed for me before i went on the plane yes <clears throat> and then i was off going to a new place finding my way it's i was excited but I, after something get tired because the trip is long i slept most of the time and i had to like wake up and go into another plane like immediately when i took up from moja and enter to the other looking it was it was hectic actually sometimes i would just sit and then was repair like it wouldn't be really hard to find your way but some of those tunnels like in the airport they were kind of creepy in a way like i don't know i don't know <laughs> but it was it was like my eyes were like okay okay you're by yourself you need to be very smart and be kid you really and i'm tired and i'm sleepy anyway finally i i really really want to talk about when i was when i got to warso when i got to warso like i was taking my passport nini and the visa you take them to the people who check inter- from international flights they check everyone's passport and everything and if there's a problem upon the penyona shikiwa and they just They, they, I don't say they did anything bad. That's not the point. Like they checked my stuff. They take a bit more time, of course, because you clearly look like you're not from there. I didn't really notice it until later. And then I went in. I, I we sat at the airport for a long time. That's when I started noticing like <laughs> people are noticing me. People can see me in this shit. Like anyone who will pass will look at me. I was like, why is everyone noticing? And immediately I was like, huh. This is probably how white people when you're not going to Kenya feel when they walk around. Like when you're in Kenya and you're white, people kind of notice you like you're conspicuous as fuck. I will see you from a distance. Everyone 
will go home and someone can ask them, what did you see today? And they're like, oh, I saw a white person. You will be seen. <laughs> you will be seen. Wherever you go, you will be seen. So, and mostly kids. But it was kind of cute for kids because they were like shocked. Like, I don't know why. I, but it wasn't as much. Later, the main point of we're talking about this anyway was the sky looked bright. Like it, there was sun. It was beautiful. And in the airport, I think there's heating because it was just warm. So I mean, my head, it's warm outside. And I had like not fungered my jacket when I was going to like, now we're like going into the next plane that will take us to Poznan. And the cold that slapped me. Like everyone was going into the air, the plane, taking off their coats. And me, I was going in, putting on my coat, like more, more warm things. Until, like it was so odd. It, I was sitting next to some girl and she was looking at me like, amateur. <laughs> I did. I felt like an amateur. Anyway, I got fallen. I to pause Let's finish this going, but it's taken too long. I got there, and uh, there you knew the only person I knew was the girl, the Kenyan girl who I was conversing with. Um, she was the one who was going to like show me around, take care of me. Basically, she was in the same school. She lived in the area. So, like it was perfect, and we had been talking for like a month already before I went there and I okay all this time I wasn't on my own but I was pretty much on my own coming we went with some other guy but we didn't go together we wanted to go together but we couldn't I don't remember why anyway but we couldn't so we went separately he had already arrived so me I was like one or two days ahead so me I arrived and she came for me and my staff took me to her place. At least we knew where we were sleeping. And then we rested a bit. And then we left. She introduced me to the other Kenyans. They were really nice. I, I liked them. I liked them. Yes. And most of the time she was so busy. So I had to hang out with the other Kenyans. Okay, this is the reason I'm talking about this. To just get the shit out of my system. I was talking to the other Kenyans like and the, it was really really good because one thing I noticed about them immediately was how close they are and how willing they were to help like that's a really good thing because as a new person going there I never felt like afraid to ask afraid to you know ask for help like, if I wanted something, I never felt afraid to ask anyone because they were ready to help like that. Like, oh, you only need this, this. It's okay, you can stay here for the time because you don't know another thing. It's okay, you can do this, this, this. And we were still also in the process of opening bank accounts so that we can be given the grants. And we still had to continue with the school also, attending classes. And it was called as fuck. It was a new environment. You can't go outside. You're basically indoors every time. And 
she lived by herself. So if she left to go to work, but that's one thing I was always wondering. Like I already have a very hard time waking up going to work in Nairobi, and it wasn't cold. Like it's cold in the morning, yes, but it's not as cold as how cold it was. Like I would struggle to work there. Oh my god, it was cold as fuck. Like I have never been so cold, <laughs> which is expected. I'm originally from Mombasa. Ushago is Kisumu, very hot. Nairobi is where I've spent my most of my adult life, which is still kind of tropical. Like it could be cold sometimes, but sometimes it's hot, hot, and sometimes it's like like nowadays, cold in the morning, hot in the afternoon. You experience all the seasons in one day. Like it was cold throughout and it was just getting colder i needed to wear mittens to feel safe because my fingers were freezing off i was like how do these people live here like already that was an immediate problem as much as i was willing to let it go and this was spring because it was in march so this was spring and and what like that's almost summer like it's getting warmer like this is warm for these people like it gets worse i was complaining all this cold and it was five degrees and it went down to at least one degrees i remember like it was around from one degrees to five degrees sometimes even in the morning it's one degrees it looks bright and shiny and everything but it's cold as fuck and People are just walking around like they don't feel this cold. Do you people? <laughs> this, any of my friends, because I know I have friends from who I met from in Poland and they do listen to this podcast. I did them to our friends who are like are not Kenyan even. And I know they listen. Do you guys? Maybe you can text me. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a rhetorical question. Like, do you guys walk around like, fuck, it's cold. Why does everyone else not look like they feel cold? Why are people just walking around normally? Like, the cold was constantly on my mind. I would be saying hi to someone and I'm like, "Ah, I'm freezing in my head. Because it was cold. Like, that is all my brain was thinking about pretty much the entire spring i was there i would be in the house and i'd be like mm, it looks like a beautiful day outside i opened the window and the cold i'll stay inside wow and i really wanted to go outside i think that changed to me not being as social at the beginning of the oh I never say the people who actually sponsor that internship program because it actually happens. You can look into it if you're interested in it. It's by the EU. It's called the Erasmus Mobility Program. It's it's great. You can go to any country. At the time, I remember we were like the first people. This program had just been brought into Kenya, like. It had been brought, maybe it had been around for a while, but they started like executing it and we were the first people to go on it. Yeah. 
So it was a bit challenging even before we left. It was still new. But I guess they're still doing... I remember there were people also going. I don't know to, if I remember well. I remember Hungary. And I don't know where else. But it was in Europe and to EU countries. Yes. So as we were going to Poland. I don't know if... Though, I don't really recall. I, I was only that talking about mine and the guy who we were going with because like that is the information that involves me anyway <laughs> so wow oh i was talking about the calls the calls was a lot a lot and uzuri by april it was basically summer like it would the, the temperature would go up to even 18 but sometimes it would be down to 8 or 13, 13 mostly. So some days even in the middle of the week it would be 13, which is like Nairobi on a cold day. So it was still cold, but not as cold as the other times. And then I remember the very first day when I went out. Okay, this is irrelevant. I'm not going to talk about that. Um, So the first experience, oh, I wanted to be looking at the photos while I talk about this. I don't know, I think I forgot about doing that. The reason I say, I want to talk about the reasons I said that this experience was a bit draining. Um, when, when I left, I was already having like a rocky, rocky situationship with the guy I was seeing. So there was that on my head. And then getting to this new environment i find out that i'm actually not compatible with most of these kenyans it's not to say that they were not nice people but they were not most of them not all of them most of them were not like the kind of people i'd hang out with first of all um like I didn't like the relationship that they had between them. Of course, you can't say anything, but like, oh, what are they gonna do now? Kill me. As in, it's just the truth. That's just my honest opinion. Not saying that they were bad. They were actually very nice people. Separately. <laughs> but like, personality, it was not compatible with my personality. First of all, they used to steal a lot. This is just... This is still from like the supermarket. I couldn't handle it. They were still from anywhere, actually. It was like, why is this Kwanika? I don't, I don't know, but no one knows them. <laughs> but like, they would steal from like supermarkets. Because things like shades, food. <laughs> and I was like, why though? And it, it seemed like, it had become something that is part of them because they'll just do it because, just because. Like, walking around, you've seen something cute and you're like, oh, I'm going to steal it. Like, I feel like at, when you're at that point, you're a bit far in. Because uh? <laughs> now you're stealing for fun. I mean, it was a red flag for me. And I was like, oh my God, I cannot go to any supermarket or any kind of shop with these people because I might get into trouble and I'm the goody goody girl like I'm not trying to go into a different country to be caught for someone else's mistakes 
it will go to jail, be deported, ruin my reputation out there because ah, I was just like, no, I'm going to, to like for, at, that was much later actually. That was like in summer now when it was hot and I had made a few friends on my own and um, I was feeling like I can comfortably push back Kidogo. So I had pushed back a bit. I'm sure they noticed because we didn't used to hang out that much anymore. That was one of the reasons I was like, N-n-n-n. I found one girl there. She was pretty much my kind of person. I could hang out with her. I could talk to her. I knew like she wasn't like these other girls more specifically. And even the boys. <laughs> so it was... It was fine. Like, I, I, I could. And then I had made a few, a few friends who were also, like, on the Erasmus program, but from different countries by myself. So I had people I could hang out with outside this Kenyans by that time. And I took advantage of that situation because the stealing, I was never okay with. That one, I was never okay with. But we also did illegal things a lot. And the kind of illegal things I'm down to do. <laughs> yes, so there was that, and oh no, I finished my data. <laughs> but like it was, it was a good expedition. It was mostly fun. I remember one of my favorite parts about it was the Afro party. So Afro party was. I remember my fa- <laughs> my, my first Afro party. Oh my God. Who the fuck was that girl? Anyway, um, I went to my first Afro party a month, like almost exactly a month after I, I arrived. So it was still a bit cold, but it was warm enough in the club. So you'd just be okay. And it was organized by Kenyans. So I would always be in the know about Afro party, Afro party. Like, what I loved that I had shit to do outside, like socially. I enjoyed the nightlife. I enjoyed the freedom and the things I could do socially. I feel like it was easier than in Nairobi. I don't do a lot of shit socially in Nairobi. Like, I'm always just indoors. But there, I was out almost. Like two times, three times in a week. I I was always hanging out with people. Like my day, if I wasn't having classes, because I had classes for like a month or something. A month or a bit of a month. Like we came catch catch ourselves. So I had just a few classes a few times. And then it was over. Because when spring spring ends, so classes were over. So I was free to do anything I wanted. For like two months just doing nothing enjoyed those two months so i mostly was outside and i liked i liked it like there was i gave myself the freedom to be by myself because i like being by myself like going outside it started getting a bit much like sometimes i would want to be inside and i would take it and this also made me like blow off some friendships which i regretted a bit like i 
I, we're still friends to today with this girl. And, she, but she's, she's not from like Kenya. She's not Kenyan. And when we were like together where we could hang out, I feel like she used to ask me to go see her, but I was focused on my problems, like my situation. I was focused more on those problems that I had that I would like be like, oh no, I can't make it. Oh, like I remember on like four occasions, she invited me to stuff and I kind of said no, just because I, w- I was just, uh, I wished I went like I, I know I would have enjoyed my time with her even more and had more memories with her because we're still really good friends and I love our friendship. And at that time, I blew her off and there's no going back. <laughs> I always regretted that. Yes, I also regretted choosing like other friends over her sometimes. This is sad. <sighs> I don't know if she listens. Sorry. I don't know if she noticed also, but like we had so much fun also and we had like a whole weekend just us, me and her. Okay, it wasn't weekends. It was like a trip and the entire trip, it was just me and her. So we were like, we became closer during that. We actually became really close during that trip. And I missed her. She, she was awesome. She was great. Like, I, I made some really, really, really good friends there who were not, who were people I didn't know. Yeah, and on Afro Party, I, I met really awesome people too, who we are friends still today. And, I mean, you, you, you can't, you can't tread that. Like, I, of course, didn't like some of the situations, but I loved some of the of the other times like most of the times i loved that trip so on my first afro party um i was still very new like i'm the new girl in this bitch yeah so everyone knows that there's a new person and you're just like who are all these people just overthinking of how all this shit is about to turn, to turn out so we got drinks and then we went to the Afro party to dance. It was it was a great night. It was nice. It was actually really, really, really nice. And I enjoyed it. Except for this one thing. <laughs> like I had like a key experience with, with this guy. I'm not going to go into the depths of it, but wow. <laughs> Wow, like it was like a child, like someone who is like what? <laughs> I would never do that again. But like I had seen him around in class and thought he was so cute. So when we got to the Afro party and like there was a car interest there, I allowed it. But by the next morning, I was just like, first time, like, what the fuck? Nothing really happened, because, and I thank God that nothing really happened. But, like, later, later, when all this is said and done, I think I was even, no, it was just before I went back to Kenya. I came back to Kenya, and 
I was hanging out with one of my Kenyan friends now, and then we were having like a very, very deep conversation. And he came up, and I was like, oh. and she was like, oh. even you, <laughs> like there was something there. Stupid. Anyway, it was so funny, and I was like, "Kids!" I, I realized actually that at that moment, that I am just as old as I'm, I'm much older than all these people. Actually, like these people are children. These are twenty-year-olds, and I was twenty-two at that time, like eighteen-year-olds. Like you, you are children. Like you guys are two years younger than me. Wow. It's it's like if right now, like I'm not going to say exactly like what happened, but I'm going to leave you with this. It's like right now, imagine you yourself a twenty four year old, and again get on kid, like someone. And I'm not talking about like kina matata or something. I'm talking about kina miracle baby, like those kind of like someone with a kid in the head you will just it will just be like wow <laughs> anyway another relevance of that but like basically the environment socially i was having so much fun because i met many other people who i never thought i'd meet like i never thought i'd have this ex- that experience and i am grateful i got to travel to Four other countries, well, four, three. I went to Czech Republic, Germany, Belgium. In Belgium, I could have traveled to France or Netherlands, but I started rolling, so emotionally, I wasn't ready for that shit. So I just I kind of regretted that. But like honestly, it would have not been fun. So from Belgium, in Belgium, I just went to different cities. In Czech Republic, I just went to Prague. And I was with one of my awesome friends. And it was honestly a nice night. We were actually with two of my friends and three, three friends. Yeah, it was so much fun. Oh, I will never forget also Nadia's balcony. Nadia's living party. Oh, God, that was fun. I blew off. Kenyan friends for that one. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Because it was one of my friends who we became like really close during that trip. Like, we were really close. It was an awesome friendship. And she was about to leave. So she asked me if I could co host the party with her. I should do hosting things more like a good host. Anyway, we went to her place and she was hosting it there. So she had invited pretty much most of her friends, many of her friends, who some of them I didn't know. And I got to know them there and they were pleasant people. Like, it's like you go out with with a pleasant person and you don't know anyone else there, but it feels like you, you know them all because they're kind of just like this one person. I love being in that situation because now you won't be bored you will not find yourself that you're seated at the corner just like chilling and for some reason my social side had really come out when i was on this trip like i was so used to being social because i was 
pretty much out a lot so i was so used to being social i knew how to talk to someone like just start a conversation and be the funny person like make jokes crack jokes like i was funny as fuck people liked me <laughs> i am funny i am yes i'm funny and like like i, I could see that I was getting a lot along with most of those people and I wasn't like pretending to be someone else or anything. I was just pretty much being an enhanced version of myself. Just like that. Like I wasn't, it's like how I would be in Kenya if I was among my friends, like more free, freer to converse with people to make friends like i didn't have i wasn't like shy like if i went into a place i would say hi i would not wait for someone to say hi which is something that maybe i might do in some occasions in kenya like if we we, we go to a place and i don't feel like i i, I know I'm a, i feel like i belong with any of these people except the person i came with i'll be quiet but if i feel like i these people are my crew. I'll be more friendly. So in that case, I was always in a group of people who... These people can all be my friends and I'd actually enjoy. Like, they were awesome people. Really, really awesome people that I met up in there. And if, like, a situation arises, I would, I would really like to meet most of them. Like, I feel like... We, we had a really, really solid friendship that we would just pick it up and just continue, even though it's been like two years we have not seen each other. Because you still talk. Like, I probably talk to them more than I talk to the Kenyans who I was with. The No, let me not say that. They've not come for me. Oh, hey. No, no. But, oh, when I was in Poland, and this is one thing I wanted to talk about, <sighs> I guess I might be ready to talk about. I will listen, once I finish recording this thing, I will listen to it and see how I sound. Yes. Then decide if I need this information outside on the internet. But, like, I, like, when I was on this trip, one girl stood out for me, like, challenged my sexuality a bit. <laughs> I don't know, like, I'm not saying that I'm attracted to girls or anything, but, like, I had a connection with this specific girl. And it wasn't romantic. It was like love at first sight, but like because I just love you as a human being. Like we click like that, and we met on a on on an Afro party. We just met one that evening. Like oh, I don't know where she. I didn't know where she was from. Where it's like just meeting someone in the club. And then we were dancing together. We had fun. We pretty much danced, danced together the whole evening, the whole, the whole night. And then we all left and went our ways. 
entendía para foja <laughs> again for a month and about foja again and all this time like especially the first few the first like two weeks i just kept thinking like who is that girl where is she as in i need to find her like i need to find her like i was actively on social media all i knew was her first name that was it that was it and i went on social media like on instagram facebook searching but like i was faced at the time so i can't remember her face and as much as this might come off racist because <laughs> i can also be a bit racist because i'm not i'm not used to being around white people but of course it's it's not the like the way the same way white people could hear the racist thing that black people look alike i feel like white people look alike like i don't know i hope this is not mean or anything but i feel like they look alike i i was seeing everyone in no one's face was standing out <laughs> to me because as long as you had like blonde hair i couldn't tell your body size nini i would I've seen so many people who kind of look like that so I couldn't remember how she looked because it was also dim lit in the club and we were drunk so I couldn't remember but one month later there was it was like there's an afro party every month so one month later there was another afro party and this I didn't know it was her but there was just this white girl there in the boys room where we went to hang out and I didn't talk to her like I I was like I don't know who she is so I'm just saying but the thing was no Kenyan was talking to her like she was just there by herself and it looked like we were having fun and she wasn't and I told you people I'm a bit social I was a bit social at that time so I decided to be the good person and go and talk to her I was like hi Um what's your name? Like just starting conversation, you know so that she's not like, lonely. And she was like she said her name. And I was like, "What? Amy." And then she, and I was like, "I'm Amy." And she was like, and it was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> We like found each other again. And it was immediate the same way it was that night the spark of friendship. It was like we have known each other. for a minute like i don't know i can't explain i have never had such a connection with someone i just met i had to fucking look into it like what the fuck is happening here like i had a connection with someone and it was strong and it was not driven by anything other than i enjoyed my time with that person and i would really like to meet them again like I meet so many people and they're pleasant but I don't usually bother about finding them again but I was like damn I need to find her then I found her and I was like wow it, it was awesome and the best part it was mutual it was mutual like she felt the same she told me that she also tried to look for me she didn't know where I was from so she tried to ask people but she didn't remember my name i think my second name 
or my full name or I don't know who she was asking. I can't remember. But she was just like, Emerson looked for you, man. And I was like, damn, this is so awesome. And from there now we exchanged phone numbers and we spent pretty much the whole evening together. Like now we're just like, see, we are going together as <laughs> like it's we're not going to an Afro party because we were invited. We're going because we met and we're about to have fun, just me and you. This is going to be a good night. And it was fun, I think. I remember, yes, because we started taking a bit of two desperados. And by the time we were getting there, we were already like in the, in the zone. Yeah, it was a good night. It was a good night. I really had fun. I wish she had to leave because she lived in a different city. But our friendship is alive till today. And that is one of the best, that like the highlights of that trip was finding this person that I have a connection with immediate. I could literally say love at first sight. And it made me challenge, it, it challenged my sexuality in this way. So now I was hanging out with this girl and it looked like we were in love. <laughs> Pretty much. That's kind of how it looked like. Because we were like enjoying each other's company too much. Like it looked like we were a bit too close. But to us, we were just exactly where we were supposed to be. It wasn't over the line. At no point did I feel like she is like hitting on me or something no we're just like having solid conversations not small talk and we met twice <laughs> but like it was flowing it, it's this thing people talk about connection it was there it was not sexual it was not gender or whatever it wasn't that kind of thing romantic whatever it was just I'm going to say soulmate. It's some soulmate shit. Because even today, I still think about her almost every day. And when, like, maybe I might not text her every day, but we still talk. And, like, you'll find, we still talk. Within a month, we'll have to have talked on several occasions. Like, this month, I don't think we have talked yet. But I've recently been thinking about texting her, just saying hi. You know, yeah, she's doing well. And I love I love hearing how she's doing. She's literally the best friend who got away. But I hope, I usually praying that one day we'll be reunited, actually. I pray for that shit. I miss you. Oh, God. Anyway, I don't, I don't feel like I talked about what I really wanted to talk about. <laughs> I don't know if this is valid for me. I'll have to listen to it. Okay, it might be valid. The thing is, I might not remember. I might not remember. And it was always nice, by the way, to also go on this nini. The, the Erasmus team was always planning, like, trips. Yeah, they were always planning trips for people who are on Erasmus. So I got to meet, you know, they organize this trip. So you make friends also outside. And they made some really awesome friends there too. So at first, if I say in a nutshell, the timeline and how emotionally it went. At first, 
I was emotionally like high kidogo. I was like mm, ready for this life. And then I realized the environment I'm in and I went a bit low because now I'm still now I'm trying to figure out who can I be friends with here. I don't want to be friends with all these people. Just one of them at the moment. Okay, you can say just two of them at the moment because we were a bit still friends with the person that we came with. That was the only person I knew and I had not even known him for that long anyway. Yeah, and then like in March, I was basically really, really low. And then in April when it became summer, I met more people. Now I started making friends on my own. So it got better. It got better. And it went getting better, 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 better. Such that when I was leaving, I regretted leaving. And then after I've left and I arrived in Kenya and three months later, I had accepted. And the thing is, I'm okay with it because the people who were friends with me at the time are still friends with me and I still get to talk to them and enjoy our conversations even though we are not like in the same environment. Because if I had stayed, it would have been to get into the school, which might have distracted my schooling. Like then I'd have, I'd have to go one class back or something because I was in third year going to fourth year. And then they got three years. So I don't know where I would be put, honestly. And then what else? I I kind of always had to hang out with the Kenyans even though I didn't want to. Because those are the people you understand. Like, they're your family. You hate it, you like it or not, they're your family. And sometimes I didn't really like it, but most times it was actually really okay and really fun. Like... The problems, I'm not a problematic person, so I never had problems personally with anyone. But, like, I didn't like that they had problems with each other. Because in all my friendships, we're friends all the time. Like, there's no time that it is something extremely bad has happened that would fall out for even a few months, you know. Like, if I do, I do... I did, I did something bad to one of my friends. It would be talked about within a day or two. It would be talked about and it will be over and done with. Like if I feel like I did something wrong, I just go and apologize. I'm a, if I feel, why is my friend not talking to me? I will be the bigger person and be like, by the way, what happened? I'm not even, I'm a, if I hear something, I'll make the step instead of Kunyamaza and be like, oh, no, she's going to be like this. No, 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 I'm not that kind of person. Most of my friends are also exactly like me so we get along really well so i wasn't used to friendships which people can not be friends again for a month and in that month talk shit and then later they're friends again and then for the reasons they are stupid as fuck like <laughs> i just couldn't i couldn't handle it and the boys were very disrespectful I'm just going to put that out there. Just, I can just say one or two boys or three were respectful. The rest were extremely disrespectful to the girls. And I don't know, just horny as fuck. Like, turn, turn it down, girl. And like, just honestly, just disrespectful. The disrespect is where I drew the line. Because everyone can... You don't know how people's bodies work. But, like, the disrespect 
towards girls like they would want to disrespect you and then touch you like what the fuck you cannot do that I, i'm not going to allow that and i feel like some of the other girls allowed it so they felt like they were entitled to it because like i don't know i didn't like hanging out with the boys i had to hang out with them a lot a lot on the first time then some of the people who i thought were like oh my god you're so disrespectful i later learned that they're the respectful ones and for knowing you know the quiet ones were the disrespectful ones like they were worse hmm? like i could trust one that would be more outgoing that they'd get disrespectful in when you are alone uh, yeah so I didn't really like about that. And if there's any of those Kenyan boys listening, change, please. Learn your mistakes and change. That wasn't cool. And the Kenyan girls too. I mean, we can do better. They're they not good friends. And I went also to like other countries. When I said I went to Belgium, I met some other Kenyans. Oh, it was so awesome. Out of, let me rank those trips. So most of the time I was in Poznan, which is the city I lived in for the five months. I went to Germany, in Berlin, and I went to Czech Republic, Prague, and I went to Belgium, Brussels, Antwerp, and Bruges. Three places in Belgium. I was in Belgium for a week. Oh, it was awesome, awesome. So, if I rank them from the one that I enjoyed myself most, the one that I enjoyed myself least. Mm. Let me start with least. The least I enjoyed myself was in Berlin. It was boring as fuck. And old men were hitting on me. Literally old men. I was walking around, checking out the Nini and like on the street when I'm walking, three different old white men asked me if I wanted to go with them. And I was like, the first time I was like, no, no thanks. And I just, this was someone I was crossing the road. Like, so random. I'm literally crossing the road and this person is crossing the road next to me. And they're like, hey, so do you want to go to a hotel with me? And I was like, huh? Huh? <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, do you want to go? I was like, no. I mean, isn't this how people fucking die? Huh? Huh? I was like, no, no, no. I walked. I then, this was like walking from, I can't remember the names of the places, honestly, because Germany, German language is hard. And the places' names are terribly hard. But there's this, I was walking from, on this path that was leading to this, this, this key building that in every European movie, if you see it, you know it's Berlin they're talking about. It's a very long cut thing going up. I can't remember the name. And then it has like a circle somewhere on the top and then it continues with a sharp one. Like a very tall, like the, tall like the way the monument in DC looks. Something like that. Eh. But it's, it has like a circle. And I in every European movie, 
when it's they're talking about Berlin, you will see that thing. I was walking towards it and the person crossing the road with me asked me out. And then I went to this there's this building with round roofs and they're like blue. <laughs> I sound suck right now. But I can't I can't I don't know I don't remember the places the names. Forgive me. There some other old guy was like, hey, at least we had to ask me what's my name and where I was from. Like, at least he tried a conversation. He was like, oh, how are you? Where are you from? Uh, what's your name? Mimi. Oh, what brings you to Berlin? And then he was like, do you want to go and have coffee? And I was like, no. These people are old enough to be like 50 to 60. Like they were old, old. You will look and you'll be like, no, you're, you're, you're a bit old. <laughs> you're old. No. And then another third guy. I, and I was like, I, is this a thing? And this only happened to me in Berlin, in Germany. Berlin specifically. Only. And I was like, is this a thing? Like black girls here? I don't, I, I don't know. I do not know, but it was creepy as fuck. For sure. So that's why I would say Berlin was the least. So Berlin is number four. 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 Second for the Czech Republic, Belgium. Czech Republic, Belgium, and and Poznan. Czech Republic, okay, Poznan, I spent most of my time. So I had really good experiences and all the bad experiences too. I would say it's number two. Number one would be Prague, Czech Republic. I enjoyed every single second I was on that trip. Every single second. And the only reason it will beat Berlin is because I started rolling in the middle of my Berlin trip. And I couldn't go to the places I wanted to go to. But in Berlin, I had so much freedom. I'd even put it at number two, actually. I had so much freedom to still go around. I didn't like that. I couldn't. I had to tour the place by myself. In Belgium, sorry, not Berlin. In Belgium. And I went to three different cities and I had to tour all of them by myself. But I met Kenyans also. They were fun. They bought me lunch. They took me shopping. It was good. It was awesome. I loved Oh, I, I really loved all the trips I took. Oh, in Poland, I was also in Krakow, where Auschwitz, the Auschwitz, the Holocaust happened. It's the Auschwitz Nini camp, concentration camp. We went there and saw all the like letters that Hitler has written. It was actually a really awesome, 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 awesome trip. That trip is also among my first. So if I'm arranging the trips specifically, Krakow would be number three. Would actually come before Poznan. Poznan was basically just like where I lived. But I also had really awesome experiences within Poznan. But I didn't really go to... I remember there was a time people were going to Warsaw. And I didn't go. Even in my entire time there, I never went to Warsaw to see the city. I never went, and that's the capital city. I went to another city called Bitgosh. Yeah, I remember I went there. And there also, there was some guys who asked us if we wanted to go 
like join them for like a bachelor a bachelor's party or something like that because apple were like with my kenyan friends we had gone there with the kenyan friends it was nice it was a nice weekend and then this random white guys just come and ask us do you guys want to join our bachelor our bachelor's night and we were like we actually considered it ha! but we didn't go <laughs> we're like no no let's just go home hey you don't know my friend you in a new you don't know how shit will go down we just went back home hey i don't know i guess it might have been fun but you never know so anyway i think i'm going to stop here i have to do laundry i haven't eaten breakfast Whew, and i do feel like peeing <laughs> but all in all those five months were pretty much one time I will never forget. And I, I don't know why, for some reason, I usually feel like I talk about it a lot. I don't know, maybe my friends right now are, are always like, maybe they can play a people bingo and me and like, Amy talks about her trip to Europe. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like I talk about it too much. I usually avoid talking about it too much. I don't know. But I mean that was my dream. I'll talk about it. <laughs> anyway, thank you people for listening to this episode which is out of, out there. <laughs> out of nowhere. I don't know how I even came about to start doing this, but thank you for listening. If you want to listen to more of my episodes, you can check out um check me out on Spotify. Uh, why I need therapy. I have a Twitter account, Wind Podcast. You'll find the link there also. Thank you for allowing me to rant about things that may or may not have affected my mental health. Kidogo. I'm fine now, though. Anyway, let me say bye-bye. And to everyone who I met for this trip, they played a crucial role to be most of them were awesome most of them were awesome i'm always very thankful to all the kenyans for making me feel really really welcomed welcome yeah. anyway thank you guys for listening bye bye for now i'm your host emmy and this is why i need therapy bye